0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. The reason why I'm saying and maybe is because originally I planned on these being two separate episodes and they honestly should be two separate episodes, but with me condensing everything down and trying to figure out how to get all the information I want to get across, I'm Hoping I can get it down to one episode in this episode, but there's just so much material to cover that depending on how the time goes, we will cover it or not. Also, sales and marketing is important for financial success, period, whether or not you're doing it for business or real estate for that matter, because most real estate is business as well. So sales and marketing have a lot of overlap, and that's what we'll cover first, and then we will start covering specifically sales first, and then if we have time, we will cover marketing as well. So what's the difference and what do they have in common? What's the difference between sales and marketing? Well, the most important distinction is that marketing is everything you do to get leads. Sales is everything you do to convert leads. Leads just means people, acquiring attention, and there's a model I call the AIC model, which we'll come back to in a bit. But sales is getting attention, or marketing is getting attention. Sales is converting that intention into action that you want. So marketing is storytelling. Sales is asking questions. In business, sales are what you do to get immediate results. When you make the sale, you get money. Marketing, especially Building brand marketing, like for instance, this podcast, uh, is stuff that takes years to start building up momentum. Like I've mentioned in previous episodes, this is what, the third year? End of the the third year? And this podcast is just barely beginning to actually build up momentum. That's because marketing takes time. Now, there is also short-term marketing for like generating immediate customers, and that's what I did for my marketing agency, was lead generation customer conversion uh, advertisement. But the overall long-term marketing of like my personal brand and podcast has taken years for it to start building up to where there's a substantial number of you guys listening, which, by the way, thank you, and is beginning to generate money. So sales, in general, is for quick fixing. Marketing is the lifeblood. What you're wearing is marketing. You're trying to be like, hey, this is me. If you dress similar to me or like my style, come talk to me. Asking a girl out on a date is sales. And in fact, is a very the date itself is actually a very um, important step in the sale of marriage. You don't just go up to a girl and be like, hey, will you marry me? No, you go and ask if she will go on a date with you. Same thing applies in business. You don't go up and be like, hey, do you want to spend $10,000 on my business? Like, uh, No, you go up and ask for the appointment. So that's some of the differences between sales and marketing. Sales is converting. Marketing is generating leads. Now, there is lots of overlap. That's why I like the AIC model. Um, and it's, it has multiple names. I've seen multiple variations of all of, all of this, of all of the marketing funnels, sales cycles, combo models, they're all like a million versions of them. The AIC model I like a lot because it stands for attention, interest, close. Attention is almost all marketing. Interest is both marketing and sales and closing is almost all sales. The better your marketing is, the easier your sales are. The better you are at sales, the less you have to worry about perfect marketing but I'm a marketing guy, so I stress the importance of marketing. However, nothing happens if you don't close the sale. So to, so today we are talking about the sales cycle. And there is kind of six steps to the sales cycle. Some have five, some have seven. Like I said, there's multiple versions. But the six steps on my version is prospecting. You have to generate leads. Prospecting can be cold calls. It can be... um examining lists, or it can be marketing. Then you have to contact them. You have to get in contact. You also need to qualify and identify their needs. If you sell, let's say you sell fantasy novels, if the people you are talking to has absolutely no interest in fantasy stories, well, then trying to sell them to buy your fantasy novel is going to be super hard. Speaking of which, Coach Check out the my Amazon page. The link will be down below. I'm sure in the episode description I'll be promoting the Blueprint of Wealth because I'll have forgotten that I mentioned the fantasy one, but it's the same link, roughly. You just have to click on uh, my Amazon profile beyond that. So go check out the Gemini at the beginning of the end. Anyway, you need to identify and qualify the people who you are trying to sell to. Then you need to present now, present covers a myriad of different philosophies on selling. Like, there's the um, kind of like the elevator pitch approach, or like get it—you you just tell them everything about the product and try and get them to get super excited about it. Then there's the there's the car salesman who will get you to hop in the car, check the car out. There's asking questions. So presenting doesn't mean just mean um, you present your lecture. It's This is the product. Are you interested? Then there is handling objections, which basically means people will come up with excuses, even if they are poor excuses, just because they don't like to make decisions and they want to put off the decision. Your job as the salesman is to help them make up their mind. Now, remember, if you have qualified them, you have found out their needs and if they need their pro- your product, then you are doing them a favor by helping them overcome their objections. And handling objections also just includes clarifying what they might not have understood. And then the final step is the close. And there's lots of different closing tactics, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But actually, we'll talk about it right now. So there's two main closing tactics that I really like. There's the tie-down, and then there's the A or B. The A or B is... Um, infamous that you all know what the A or B is. It's like, would you rather go to lunch on Saturday or at two o'clock or Sunday at four o'clock? There's not a no in there. It's the, would you rather do Saturday or would you rather do Sunday? Instead of giving them a yes or no question of like, would you like to buy? It's, would you like this ring or would you like that ring? And then the other one is the tie down. And the tie down is a kind of a affirmative statement in the form of a question. So, a good example of this is, you understand this, right? You understand this, right? Or You want to go on a hike, correct? You want to click on the link down below, right? You can see how this works, correct? So, you just, those are two of the main tie-downs. Like, you want to go to my Amazon page and buy my book, correct? And you use that as just examples to get people to say, yeah, sounds good. So that's the sales cycle. Now let's talk about some other super important topics involving sales. And I like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I like going back and forth between business and relationships in this kind of, on these kind of subjects. So let's do something that's important for both sales in business and in relationships. And that is the first impression. Everybody knows about the first impression and how important it is. If you mess up the first impression with a girl, you might as well move on because you aren't going to succeed in changing her mind. And that actually goes into another point, which I'll go on this tangent real quick. And that is, don't try and sell people who aren't interested. Trying to convince somebody that they should change their mind instead of going in and finding more people that are actually interested... Is just a poor use of your time people don't like to change their minds so whether it's in business or if it's in uh, relationships if they have already made their mind that they are not interested then move on don't try and get them to change their mind so now back to the first impression your sales prospect or your dating prospect will judge first off how you look remember what you're wearing is marketing and then what your body language is your tonality And all this happens before you even say anything. And then, if what you say is boring or rude or whatever, they will filter every single thing you say after that fact through that filter of, oh, this is a boring person. And that's why enthusiasm is super important. You need to be enthusiastic when you're talking to people because if you're low energy and meh, they're not going to pay attention to you. They're going to think that you don't believe in your product, whether it's yourself or your business. So why on earth should they believe in it? And that's another important point. You need to believe. This is why confidence is super important in both men for dating purposes and for salesmen. If you do not believe in your product, then you are not going to successfully convince somebody that they should purchase that said product. If you do not believe in yourself... Why would they believe that you are somebody worth spending time with? So, you need to believe in yourself, you need to have confidence, and you need to be enthusiastic. And then also, these we're still on the very first stages. Let's go back to the marketing half. How are you dressed? Are you grooming, not only to look good, making sure that you look good, are you grooming so that way the people that you want to be interested in whatever you're selling are interested. So for instance, I'll use dating as an example. I want a country girl. If I showed up with baggy pants um, or with sagging pants, some city boy shoes, I don't even know city boy brand shoes. I wear cowboy boots. So um, some city type of shoe and pink shorts. What do you think the odds are of that country girl thinking that she's going to want to have a conversation with me in business. If you are dressed like a slob, they're going to write you off too. So make sure that you're grooming yourself to fit in with the crowd that you want to fit in with. And yes, I know it's really popular to say that that's, you shouldn't have to do that. Uh, like it, it's how the world works. Deal with it. And I just saw the time, so I need to speed this up. So first impressions. Super important. How you, how you groom yourself. Your demeanor, being enthusiastic and confident, super important. Smiling, you need to smile. Skip the small talk. Uh, I did the book review on... Oh wait, I haven't released that one yet. There will be a book review on Captivate, Uh, I think next year. Yeah, next year. So just in a couple months from when this one gets released. But it's super important to have conversational starter questions to engage people just you don't need to worry about the small talk actually and captivate the talk about the importance of small talk but for making a great first impression don't ask about how their day was or don't ask about the weather that's a better example nobody cares about the weather anyway that's all first impression stuff so next super important point you need to see people it, are you really bad at sales or do you just not talk to enough leads Sales is a number game. Dating is a numbers game. You need to be out seeing the people, talking to potential customers, otherwise you will never be successful. And yes, it is important to be organized, having all your notes lined up and ready to go, having your sales presentation down, all that's super important. But there's a difference between being organized and delaying seeing the people. Your job as a business person, as a salesman, as a singles person is to be in front of your potential prospects and talking to them. That is your job, and you should be spending a large portion of your time doing that. I'm a super introverted person. I spend a whole lot of time socializing because I'm still trying to find myself a wife. It's really hard to find a wife in your bedroom, it's really hard to find potential customers in your workshop. So seeing the people is super important and not delaying it. People do not like to do sales. Sales sucks. There's a reason why salesmen make a ton of money, because everybody likes to push off super crappy work onto other people. And so the few people who are willing to do it and who are good at it make a lot of money. So get over it. You're not gonna feel like doing you're not gonna feel like doing cold calls ever. Just start doing the cold calls. You don't need to make a nice spreadsheet on how to of all the different potential businesses that you might call you need to look up a business call them look up the next business call them seeing the people is literally like 90 percent of the battle so you need to make sure that you're out there and now let's talk about questions it is super important to be asking questions not making statements and having the focus be on them not yourself because the more that you talk and the more you focus on yourself, the worse you're going to do. People need the spotlight on them. And if you want to get to the root of what their need is, and if you're going to sell anybody, you need to know what their needs are and see if they match with what you're selling. How are you going to figure out if what their needs are if you're too busy talking about yourself and your product? And then once you figure out what they want, hammer home that that is something that you have to offer. I'll go back to the dating one because it's just simpler. If a girl is interested in, let's say, uh, rock climbing, and you spend your entire date with her talking about the novels that you like to read, well, then you have a mismatch and you failed to pique their interest in business. If they have a hole to drill, and you are too busy trying to sell them a chainsaw instead of a saw. well then, you're doing a pretty crappy job as a salesman. So, asking questions is super important and focusing on their needs is super important. And then lastly, there is why. And the importance of asking why multiple times. I'll use nursing as an example. Um, Talking to a nurse. Why do you want to be a nurse? Ah, because I want to help people. Well, why do you want to help people? Well, because I really appreciate... Let me re-ask that. Why uh, do you want to help people in the medical field? Well, I really appreciate what the people did for my grandma. And by the way, the why question doesn't need to actually be why. It just needs to be in that kind of sense. So what did they do to help your grandma? Well, she had cancer and they did everything they could to keep her alive. So, would you say family is important to you? Absolutely. Notice how each why got more and more personal. So, asking why is super important. Anyway, that is it for today's episode. I definitely did not have time to talk about marketing. So, we will talk about marketing in a different episode, and I'll have to just condense more of the Or I'll see you all next week.